Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter. Welcome to episode 36 of Goal to Go. Kind of. Let me explain. So, I'm not in my normal spot for recording. I wasn't in my normal spot last time. I'm not in my not normal spot. How about that? Yeah. So, um, basically what this is, is instead of me trying to record, which I really can't do right now, I've instead decided to rip the audio, do a little bit of editing to it, and then just upload the live episode from last night. Frankly, I did not feel like I could record right now, but I did want to put out something because, you know, that's how dedication works. So, yeah, this is just an intro to that. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S-P-O-R-T-S. Linked down below in the description is both the link to last night's stream archive, which I don't know why you'd even do that because you're going to be hearing it now, and the link to my newest video, which I put out on Wednesday, uh, the history video that I've talked about on the 1982 Pac-10 title race. So, yeah, this one is short. It's got an expletive-laden rant at the end, so be warned if you don't want to hear that, I guess. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Ben Schluter, and welcome to episode 21 of Gold to Go Live, a shortened episode. Uh, there's another reason that this is shortened, and that's because yesterday I finished up a new video. Y'all got to hear the story of the craziest uh, college football title race in uh, history. You can find that on the channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, seriously, it'll be in either your recommended or you can just look on the channel. It's 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 there. It's like you you can do that. You're a very capable person. You yes you. You're a very capable person. You're a smart person. You know what you're doing. You got this. But yeah, so that's a 15-ish... It's less than 15 minutes. Video. Um... Yeah. So, a quick bit of Saints news. Saints wide receiver Deontay Harris, he's looking at a two-game suspension following a July 16th DUI arrest. Because apparently we gotta have a bunch of guys out. Fun! But, you know what else has been fun? And by fun, I mean annoying. Dealing with this whole Texas and Oklahoma are in the SEC thing. A ramble in which I basically rattle off a bunch of reports, info, and then go on a rant. Because this thing's gotten way out of control. Like, way out of control as of Thursday. Uh, that's today. As of today, Texas and Oklahoma have applied for membership in the SEC, been voted to become the newest members of the SEC. The Big 12 sent a cease and desist letter to ESPN telling them to stop harming the Big 12. Uh, and that letter revealed that Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby uh, is alleging that he has a letter that proves that ESPN was trying to get the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, to take three to five teams so Texas and Oklahoma wouldn't have to pay exit fees to the conference. Oh, Disney has now sent back a uh, counter to that, basically saying, lol, nope. So yeah. So, <sighs> like I said, this might be a quicker one because I just wanted to talk about this. Because it's the most important thing. Um, and who knows what else. Because like, I could have talked about the Aaron Rodgers stuff. But frankly, this stuff's been too crazy. Now in order to do this, I think the best way to do it is we start off with the reports. And we just answer some questions that I think people have asked. Start off. So what's with the buyout money slash exit fees? 
So both want to get out of the conference in time to be in the SEC in 2022. Yeah, anybody who tells you that these guys are not going to leave until, like, 2025, not the reports I'm seeing. No, the reports I'm seeing are 2022 or 2023. If they can't get out in 2022, they'll try 2023. Um, yeah, and uh, where could that money come from? That $140 million, there's a $140 million exit fee. Uh, that could come from the $160 million that ESPN still owes for the final 10 years of the Longhorn Network contract. The Longhorn Network, which has made no money. It's actually lost ESPN money. So, second off, Bowlesby is saying ESPN did what? Yeah, let me let me get back on that. So, Bob Bowlesby said that he has evidence that ESPN was working with the American to bring in three to five Big 12 teams to try and tear the conference apart. Apparently, the Big 12 says that he's got evidence they want to take all eight of the remaining teams. What? ESPN has denied this, and when asked, the AAC had no comment. So why would ESPN do that? What do you think? Money. It's always about the money. First of all, ESPN shares the big 12 rights, uh, the tier 1 rights, the big ones. Share They share them with Fox. The New Deal? Apologies for the yawning. The New Deal with the SEC, pretty much exclusive rights uh, to ESPN. Uh, the Americans already pretty much theirs alone. Uh, so if they split them off that way, they'd get full control of the conference. They don't like sharing with, uh, Fox. Because, again, Disney didn't get Fox, uh, sports as part of the whole agreement, so why not screw them over? Plus, it is so much cheaper to have the eight others, uh, break away. It is so much cheaper. Because they're worthless. By the way, the e uh, ESPN did a similar thing to break up the Big East back in the 2010s. So it's not like this is their first time doing this. And like when ESPN reporters are like, man, why is this happening? It's like, I mean, you know why this is, but, and I get your job is like, you can't really say that, but still. <sighs> I have been yawning way too much recently. But yeah, so how will the cease and desist letter impact everything? It puts things in motion for a potential lawsuit if the, if the conference manages to hold together for another few years. Now, ESPN has a response, and it began like, Dear Bob, quote, The accusations you have made are entirely without merit, apart from a single vague allegation that ESPN has been, quote, actively engaged in discussions with at least one other, unquote, unnamed conference, which ESPN disputes, your letter consists entirely of unsubstantiated speculation and legal conclusions. To be clear, ESPN has engaged in no wrongful conduct, and thus there is nothing to cease and desist. We trust this will put the matter to rest. Note this, they said no wrongful conduct. They didn't say anything about there being no conduct, just nothing wrongful, so nothing illegal, but, you know, maybe some dubious stuff. I had a question on there that said, will OU and UT join the uh, the SEC? Yes, that's now official. So, uh, what about everyone else? What about the other eight schools? So, Friday last week, Kansas met with the Big Ten. Apparently, Iowa State is tagging along with them. I've heard nothing yet on West Virginia, and the rest of them, jack shit. Jack shit. Uh, so, for some people, it's like, you heard something about the Pac-12 potentially taking on teams. 
There's a reporter, his name is Jeff Schwartz, he's really good. He was at Pac-12 Media Days, and he was there for like 10 hours. And uh, not a single person he spoke to wanted to bring in a Big 12 team. They all spoke about finding ways to merge or partner with the Big 10 instead. So that's a thing. So what could this mean for the SEC? Um, the merger is expected to explode the SEC's media deal be worth about $1.3 billion in 2024, also known as the same value as the literal NCAA. Yeah. So that, just, 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 like, that much money. That's how much, by 2024. Um, so the SEC would become the most powerful sports, uh, college sports entity not named the NCAA in history. Um, but yeah. What about the remaining Big 12? So, Iowa State's AD Jamie Pollard was interviewed in 2016. This is a quote. Uh, the Big 12 exists because we have Texas and Oklahoma in the room. If we take Texas and Oklahoma out of the room, we're the Mountain West Conference and we're getting $3 million per year in TV revenue. And nothing's really changed on that front. So I'm going to give a hat tip to Jeff Sharon of SB Nation's Black and Gold Banneret or Banneret, I guess blog that's for UCF uh, for this analysis. Did a great job. Some athletic reporter uh, just ripped it off and put it behind a paywall, but, you know, this guy had already done the research, so frankly, I'm taking it from him. Uh, you know, pretty great article. Honestly, give it some views. Just search up Jeff Sharon, and you'll find it. So what he did was he compared the viewership of AAC conference and home... Okay, the way I wrote this was weird. So it's games that are controlled by the conference. So all inter-conference games and then all non-conference home games. Because those are controlled by the conference. So compared the viewership of American conference games to those um, with the Big 12 that did not involve the Big 2. So Big 12 controlled games that did not involve Texas and Oklahoma in any way whatsoever. Okay. So, over 2016 to 2020, the Big 12 averaged 980,000 viewers uh, per game. The American averaged 928,000 per game. That's only 52,000 difference. This is a power conference. Now, granted, and that's per game, by the way. We're talking per game average. What's worse? The American overtook the remaining eight in 2018, and then extended their lead in 2019. 2020 was weird and looks like an outlier. And then, when you look at broadcast TV only, uh, it gets even worse. By the way, Big 12 games air on ABC and Fox. There are Big 12 games on ABC and Fox. The American only gets ABC. And many of those are regional games. So the remaining eight averaged 5.4 games per year and 2.557 million viewers per game. The American averaged 4.2 games per year, but 2.635 million viewers per game. So people, when they were on, people watched the American. So yeah. And again, that's not including ESPN2, where those games sometimes are. The only years in which the remaining eight won were 2020, which again was an outlier, and 2018, a year that had Ohio State at TCU on Fox. Uh, and Ohio State was pretty much the reason that won. If you took that game out, the American wins that year. 
So they would win the whole four years except for this most recent one. That's that's really bad. That's extremely bad, especially if you want to call this a power conference. When a conference that is considered not to be autonomy status, which is power, power, autonomy, same thing, um, they get into this situation. But yeah. And I just realized this is only about a 20-minute thing, and that's okay with me, because frankly, I want to get this at least done for the week. So yeah. Um, then for college football fans. Man, this... This sucks for college football fans. It kind of destroys it. College football was built on regional rivalries like Bedlam, the Sunflower Showdown, Kansas, Kansas State, the Backyard Brawl, the Border War of Kansas versus Missouri, and we're losing them. Or we've already lost them. So, anyway, off of that thing. Um, so yeah, uh, we're losing them or we've already lost them. Why do you think ticket sales are going down? They're A, overpriced. Overpriced tickets. The C games between teams nobody cares about. You don't care if you're freaking Texas. I'm sorry, if you're Texas Tech playing West Virginia. The game doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's freaking Texas Tech. It's stupidly far away. It's dumb. Okay? Or TCU versus West Virginia. Or TCU versus Iowa State. At least that's got something to do with it. But you want to ask TCU fans who they care about? You know why they love being back in the conference that they're in? They had been away. They been they were in the Southwest Conference. And when the Southwest Conference died, they bounced around five different conferences. Never once realigning with their Texas bros. And then they finally got back to them. And you read online from TCU fans, and they're like, yeah, we like this conference because we get to play Texas every year. We get to play Texas Tech every year. We get to play Baylor every year. We get to play conference foes that just so happen to be in-state foes. And we get to play them every single year. We aren't constantly getting dodged by Texas because they're afraid of losing to a Mountain West team. No, they gotta play us, and they gotta lose to us. And then we, as fans, get to brag. Because it's fun. It's fun to brag. Regional rivalries are awesome. Alrighty, because it's where you went to school, and you're like, yeah, because those are the people you see every day. Texas versus LSU is going to be a natural rivalry. It's a natural rivalry in the state of Texas, because there are a lot of people from Texas that go to LSU, or a lot of people from L- from Louisiana who end up in Texas. Like, we have a huge contingent of fans in Dallas. We get a huge contingent of fans. The largest contingent outside of the state of Louisiana is in Houston. That's why they've tried to host two games there in the past, and that hasn't ended up happening. Thank you, COVID, and thank you, Hurricane. That was no fun. But yeah, look, and it's true for all of them. Alabama fans, they may love winning national titles, (laughs) but they love beating Auburn more. Imagine having an in-state rival instead of just dominating the fuck out of everyone. Go Tigers. Anyway. I think college football is the closest thing we have in America to European club soccer, and we're headed towards a Super League, and, uh, thing is, nobody seems to give a damn, and nobody seems to fight it, which is kind of a thing I thought about during the Super League. It's like, yeah, if this happened over here, people would celebrate it. People are stupid here because they don't care about that. It's just dumb. Because the, the, the rivalries they like are going to be preserved, but, like, 
Hey, you know who cares about Bedlam? Like half the state of Oklahoma. Like half the state of Oklahoma gives a damn about Bedlam. I don't care if Oklahoma doesn't care about it and sees them as their little brother who they consistently dominate. Because guess what? Because guess, 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 guess what? Uh, when Oklahoma State wins that, it's a fucking party. It is humongous when Oklahoma State wins that, and there are tight games a lot of times. Alrighty? And now we're going to lose it. Then again, El Asico is actually going to be a conference rivalry, so eh, we'll see about that. Um, And and by the way, um, speaking of OU, Oklahoma State thingy, Oklahoma is is just hurting their own state by leaving Oklahoma State out of this. Because you got your own state that has, um, um, yeah, you have, like, part of your state's revenue is brought in by Oklahoma State being a major program, because they can bring in tuition money as a result of it. Not great to help them out, but you know what? It's not like that's going to matter to you. Uh, what, whatever, 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 whatever. Like... It's a good thing that we're killing something that was working pretty well. I think we could have had college football with name, image, and likeness. Because we've been having college football with paying players for years. But no, fuck it. We need to make a bunch more money. Because fuck you. That's what we got. Okay? And the worst part is my school benefits. I go to LSU. We're going to benefit from this crap. And I hate it. Because I like LSU football. I like it. I enjoy it. I'm a fan of it. I'm not a fan of what it means. We're the bad guys. I fucking hate that. It hurts. It hurts when you realize you're the fan of the villain. Thing is, you're not the main villain here. And by the way, I'm just going to say this. Uh, everyone who's giving shit to Texas without giving shit to Oklahoma needs to stop. Put some more hate on Oklahoma. Oklahoma's been dominating and they're getting out. Because they're good. Okay? And by the way, this is also a signal of ESPN just giving up. They're being unwilling to actually fix the goddamn problems they got with their network, and they're just going to buy everything up, thinking that's going to solve all their goddamn problems. It ain't going to solve your goddamn problems. People are going to just pirate it, let's be honest. So, like, anyway, I think ESPN could go direct to consumer. I'm sorry, like, there's a bunch of stuff going on because I'm not in my normal spot. Um, yeah. So, like, I can easily see this thing going direct to consumer within the next few years, just screwing over cable companies, because why not? Because they could get people to pay for it. And now you got the future college football hand. It's, it's going to be in the hands of judges. Congratulations. It's in the hands of judges. Because you know what happened? You gave yourselves so much goddamn autonomy, you lost all of it, you fucking idiots. Wasn't this the whole point of what we weren't supposed to do? Like, seriously. You had one job, and it was to keep this from happening. You didn't do it, dumbasses. Finally, and look, just I honestly thought it was great to ask the question about what college sports would look like if it was done in 2020. Now I've seen the answer. I kind of feel naive for not thinking it would look like this. All right, you have a consolidation into an entity second only to the NFL. I hope this doesn't destroy every other sport, but I don't have faith in anything ever working out because this is all about greed and money and just fuck it. Okay, so at this point, let's just, let's just be fucking honest about it. I ain't give a damn. It's a facade. 
It's a lie. It's somehow about academics. Let's say the thing that's been true since the beginning. Be open. Say you're a sports club at the university attached. You've been making the moves for years. And the donors clearly show it's easier to get a practice facility at most schools than a goddamn roof fixed in a library. That is sad. Especially because one's cheaper. Apparently not giving a shit is fucking easier. Quit bullshitting and just say what the hell it is. And by the way, I just want to say that uh, for those of you who are at those eight schools or who are affiliated with them, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, West Virginia, and Iowa State, you deserve better than you get fucked over by two power teams. Especially because Texas, and yes, I am going to rant about Texas, got pissy about getting beat by you guys all the goddamn time. All right? I think we all know a good Texas team would have been fine playing in a weaker conference. They could still win natties. All right? But they couldn't. All right? Great job forcing Mac Brown to retire because you thought you were going to get Nick Saban, you fucking dipshits. And if you think I'm a little bit more uh, sailor-mouthy than normal, it's because this pisses me off. Okay? Oh, yeah. By the way, Oklahoma, you aren't escaping my wrath. You are the damn scorpion on the frog when it comes to your own state. Lol, said the scorpion. Lamau. Okay? Good fucking luck screwing yourself out of education funds in Oklahoma, you greedy fucking bastards. Screwing yourself over. Because, guess what? You're hurting this, the Oklahoma... You're hurting Oklahoma State University, which hurts you, which hurts everything. Alrighty? So... Look, and by the way, I would say something about how the governor isn't going to help you, but he's been too busy in fucking Azerbaijan actually trying to help your state. So, he gives more, he's in Azerbaijan, halfway across the goddamn world, doing more for your state than your asses are just by leaving. Fuck y'all. Ready? In closing, this is some bullshit. It's happening too fast. Bedlam is going to be a bloodbath in Stillwater. Fuck this end game to college football where we lose this thing that made it fun. Please don't kill the other sports. My goodness gracious, I am so ready to watch the Big 12 this year because God, it's going to be a fucking shitstorm. There are going to be games where guys get knocked the fuck out for no reason because it ain't their fault that the administrators are screwing over college football. I hate it, and I hate that I benefit from it a lot more than you think. Because I wish that LSU didn't have to benefit from this crap. And, I'm, and I don't know how to feel about it, but frankly, it pisses me off. It pisses me off that the way college football is going to go is it's going to go in the hands of fucking ruining it. Alrighty? Because it's supposed to be fun. Right? Fun. I thought we wanted fun. We're not getting fun. We're getting fucked. So that's all I'm going to say about this. Sorry for the short episode. Sorry for all of this. But frankly, that's all I really had to say. I want to get done with this crap so I can relax for the rest of the night. Probably going to have an episode released tomorrow. Or I will upload this thingy, you know, in audio form. We'll see about that. But I hope you have a fantastic night. I will see you next week. I've been Ben Schluter. This has been Gold to Go Live, episode 21. A shorter version of me getting pissed off and ranting i hope you enjoy this i hope you check out the video that i just made if you want to find me on twitter you know where to find me it's at the link in the bottom i'm not gonna say it i want to get out because i want to see who the pelicans pick with their pick in the draft so i am going to say good night and i hope you have a good night too Woo!